What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Monday, August 30th, 2021. And I am Chip. I'm your host. And thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. Um, we're also on Pandora. I forgot to mention that. So if you want to share a podcast, please do so. Um, and if you want to watch us, you can watch us on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Ball. So please do me a favor, hit subscribe so you don't miss any more episodes. And today has become the last day for my mock drafts. I've been doing this throughout the offseason. And this past weekend and next week are the two biggest weekends for fantasy football. And so I think that uh, it's appropriate that we go out with um, a pretty standard setup for most leagues. I'm going to do a half PPR uh, 12 team format. I actually ran, randomized my position. I'm actually in the first position. So, um, with that being the case, uh, we're going to do the draft in momentarily. But, however, uh, this was the uh, week three of the preseason, right? So, we saw most of the starters play. Um, a lot of high profile guys did not play, but we did see some injuries take place. And the most notable injury that took place this weekend was J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, he was a guy that people were hoping to um, kind of have some fantasy relevance this year as a running back. However, he tore his ACL and he's out for the season. So the question is for people who were targeting someone like J.K. Dobbins in their draft, you know, where do you turn? Well, you know, for me, obviously, I think the most clear answer is Gus Edwards because of his usage last season. But they do have multiple running backs on the on the roster that they do like that they will be in a timeshare with. Um, and there was some some reports out there that they may bring in Todd Gurley. So it definitely is a big blow to the ratings backfield with J.K. Dobbins being out. Um, if it's you know me drafting this coming up weekend, I am not going after Gus Edwards. I want to see more clarity out of that backfield. You know, if I'm late in my draft, I want to pick up somebody. Um, you know, someone's going to draft Gus Edwards regardless. He's the seems like the clear cut person, but you know, I'm not willing to go after that right now. So I'm not going after Gus Edwards. But I see the the Vidilia, the Vidilia, ah, but fuck validity. And what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Great Iron Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm so tired. I don't feel like doing this. And what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Great Iron Fantasy Football Podcast for Monday, August 30th, 2021. And I'm Chip. And I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and now we're on Pandora. So uh, please do me a favor, hit subscribe to the podcast, but also you can watch us on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So if you want to watch us, please uh, go over there to hit subscribe and support the show. Um, and on today's episode, we're going to do the last mock draft of the 2021 offseason. You know, this past weekend and next week are the two biggest weekends for fantasy football drafts. Uh, for me, I had mine in the first week of August, so uh, a lot of changing parts so far with injuries and all that. So before we get into the mock draft, we're going to talk about some injuries that took place. There's one significant injury that took place, and that's the injury to Baltimore Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins. Uh, initial reports that he hyperextended his knee. It came out on Sunday that it was indeed an ACL tear. So he's out for the season. Now the question is, who is the guy that you want to trade or uh, draft in 
this uh this backfield and i think honestly i mean i guess the clear-cut answer as of right now is gus edwards but i do think that they have some guys that do like that they will probably have in a rotation with gus edwards um there was a report that i read on sunday as well that todd Gurley may be called in by the ravens to maybe fill that void but um it is a situation that it's unfortunate because jk dobbins was a guy that had a potential to do some really good things with a more significant starting role with the Ravens. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. We got to wait for that until next year. But um, for me, uh, I'm not targeting anybody on the Ravens. I just think that there's too much uncertainty with that. And I think obviously Gus Edwards is the guy that you probably wouldn't want to draft. Um, I just kind of want to see what they do and what that workload looks like. Um, we won't know that because obviously there's no more preseason games. So it's almost like, you got to take your shot in the dark there and see if Gus Edwards will be the leading back there and get majority of the carries to justify the draft position and all that. Um, but also two uh, two uh, tight end injuries, you know, uh, Evan Ingram of the Giants, he went out with a calf injury. Uh, that's going to be monitored day to day. So uh, probably not a guy that you're, you know, highly drafting, but um, another tight end, Irv Smith Jr. was on a lot of people's boards as a, as a sleeper. He has uh, a, mis- a meniscus injury. He's going to have surgery, so he'll miss uh, a good portion of the beginning of the season. So, uh, unfortunate for Ersmith Jr. because a lot of people are excited by him. Evan Ingram, you know, just another another soft tissue injury that he's dealing with. So, um, that's the main injuries that took place as of right now, as the recording of this podcast. Uh, but with that being the case, let's get right into the podcast uh, in the draft um, now. Because it's the last one, I've, I've done a couple standard ones in the last couple podcasts and YouTube videos, but now I'm going to do the most standard settings for uh, uh, a fantasy football roster, and that's going to be a half PPR 12-team uh, setup with uh, my randomized position came out as being number one, so I got the number one draft position, uh, snake draft, so... Uh, with that being the case, let's get right into the draft and see what team that we're able to come up with as the number one overall pick. All right, so obviously we're looking at the best player available in the draft, and that's between Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Now, earlier in the year, I had Dalvin Cook as my number one running back. Um, so what I want to do is I want to take the the route of the not like the unconventional way because i think christian mccaffrey is a solid number one overall pick but i like to stay true to myself and true to my ranking so that being the case uh, i'm gonna take dalvin cook number one overall and then that's followed up with christian mccaffrey alvin Kamara, barkley henry elliott chubb taylor then tyree kills the first receiver off the board adams jones and then eckler rounds out the uh, first round then we got Najee Harris as the first running back in the second round. We got Kelsey. Uh, then a string of receivers in Hopkins, Metcalf, and Diggs. There's Kittle, Mahomes, and then Waller rounds out uh, at the two eleven. Now it's my choice at the twelve at the two twelve. All right. So you know, generally, you know, if you if you followed the podcast long enough, you know I'm a running back heavy type of drafter. And as of right now, I'm looking at what's available. We got Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We got David Montgomery. We got Andre, uh, DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. So it doesn't really matter who I pick right now because I got back-to-back picks. I will be taking a running back and a receiver. But looking at what I have here, got A.J. Brown and Justin Jefferson. They both are dealing with some type of injury right now. But I think they'll be good to go for the beginning of the season. Now, what I could do, honestly, looking at running backs, uh, 
are some guys down here that I could take that I would feel comfortable with. Now I can go, I, I got Dalvin Cook, so I got my number one guy. I could here go with a AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, back-to-back pick. Um, I do like Justin Jefferson. I'd like, you know, like I Terry McLaurin, but you know, I do like, I do like AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a player that I've, I've had since he was a rookie. I really like him. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and draft Justin Jefferson first, then AJ Brown. So I got Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and, and then AJ Brown. And then hopefully a guy falls to me, you know, at the 412. That's a pretty solid running back. Um, but looks like Clyde Rizalera went after my pick of AJ Brown. We've got Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, Swift, McLaurin, Ed, uh, Mike Evans, Jacobs, Carson, Sanders, Cooper. Uh, Josh Allen, Murray, and Jackson went in the fourth round. Mark Andrews was off the board at the 4-9. All right, so it's my pick at the 4-12. Let's see here. Mm. Running back. So what's nice about this, right? So we know that Travis uh, Anthony went out for the year or for majority of the year. He's out for the season with a Lintz-Frank injury. So what's good about this is that because I went... Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown, you know, I have an option with Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, Mike Davis, Chase Edmonds, James Robinson. What I think I'm going to do is wide receiver wise. Um, I feel like I'm good there. I can pick someone up later on in the draft, maybe in the next, next, a couple rounds. But I'm, I, if you've watched the podcast and listened to the podcast, I am a big Mike Davis fan this year. So I'm going to take Mike Davis here at the 412. And because of the recent injury to Travis Etheny, uh, I'm going to draft James Robinson over Cream Hunt, Miles Gaskin, and Chase Edmonds. We've seen what James Robinson does in this, as a starting. He was a top PPR running back last year. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of a lot of love for that. I mean, I think if you if you replace James Robinson's name with Leonard Fournette, I think you would see uh, a lot more popularity of the draft position, but. I'm going to take James Robinson because I feel like his role is solidified and so is Mike Davis. I think Mike Davis is the clear starter for Atlanta. Uh, so Miles Gaston goes after my pick of James Robinson. Then you got Kyle Pitts, Kareem Hunt, Thielen, uh, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas, Hawkinson. Then you got Wilson Lockett, Jamar Chase, and Edmonds. I've been seeing a lot of hate about Jamar Chase. I haven't watched a lot of the Bengals uh, preseason. I haven't watched a lot of preseason. I could watch kind of the highlights on NFL Network. But it seems like Jamar Chase is not catching the ball, and it seems kind of concerning because he is uh, obviously their number one pick. And you know, transition to the NFL is a lot harder than the than people realize. And I don't know if that just has to do with just the the game speed or whatnot or the confidence, but he seems to be uh, struggling right now. So he still went at the five eleven, but still, it's just something I, had, I was reading over the weekend. All right, so now it's my turn at the 6-12. You know, I have some pretty good options here. So I have my three running backs that I like. I got two stud wide receivers. I mean, I'm pretty much in a position where I could pick best player available. Uh, I'm not going to choose a quarterback right now. I feel like there's enough talent there where I could, uh, you know, go maybe another round or two without my quarterback. Uh, So, you know, we got, this is a position, right? We got Melvin Gordon right now. Then we've got Gus Edwards, right? Gus Edwards is going up in value because of the JK Dobbins injury. But, you know, this is, you know, this is kind of what you look at. You know, you look at what's available. We got T Higgins, you got Juju, you got Jerry Judy, DJ Chark, Debo Samuel, Devontae Smith. 
you know, I, I, I like my running backs right now. I'm going to go ahead and draft. Let's see here. I, I personally out these receivers. I like, I like, I'd like DJ Chark above all these guys. Um, I think Jerry Judy, uh, that's it. with the Teddy Bridgewater now being the quarterback for the Broncos. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I was reading an arc about one of the beat writers and how uh, the stars was Cortland Sutton. And I want to say it was Hamlin, I think, or, or uh, Tim Patrick. I can't remember what the name was. It's, it's escaping my mind right now, but Jerry Judy was more played in the slot uh, than in the, at, in the perimeter where he's pre he's a better receiver in the perimeter. Um, but that may be a little concerned. So as of right now, I mean, I know DJ Chark, he's a guy that had a down season last year, but I think with Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be a monster season for him and LaVisca Sinault. So I'm going to take DJ Chark here. And then this is kind of where I can look at tight end. I can look at quarterback. Um, you know, I, I feel like if I look at quarterback right now, you know, we got Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Ryan Tannehill, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence. So my guess is if I trade, if I, if I don't draft Tom Brady here, he won't be there on the turnaround. Uh, just cause I just don't really like what I see at running back right now, because I like, I mean, Melville Gordon, he's going to be in a timeshare with Javante Williams. Gus Edwards, obviously is unknown. Ronald Jones, you got Leonard Fournette there, Damian Harris. That's not a bad pick. Um, I think Stevenson, the, the rookie that they have could take some, some time away from Damian Harris. Trey Sermon, we just don't know exactly that the the role he's going to have. Leonard Fournette, obviously. Michael Carter, his his stock is going down. It looks like he's going to be in a, a three running back committee. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take a quarterback right now. I'm going to take Tom Brady. I'll do my homer pick and take Tom Brady right there at the 7-1. Um, and then luckily enough, I mean, look, Matthew Stafford went. We got Jalen Hurts going. Uh, so I don't think that was a bad pick. I think that we all saw a run on qu- quarterbacks. So taking Tom Brady there was, uh, was I think, a smart thing. I think Tom Brady's going to have a monster season. The way they looked uh, on Saturday night uh, against um, who they play, uh, I can't remember now, um, but they look good. The, the time that they were in on offense uh, was they looked surgical. So I'm excited to see what the Bucks do. Um, now it's my pick at the 8-12. You know, quarterback-wise, right? So I took a I took a chance and I took uh, Tom Brady. So you still got Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Baker Mayfield still available. Matt Ryan still in there, Kirk Cousins. But you know, I I I feel like I had a pretty I was pretty confident in my running back and wide receivers as as of right now. Uh, now looking at uh, kind of what I'm looking for as as my my depth. Um, running back wise, I got David Johnson, James Conner, Kenyon Drake, Kevin, uh, Devin Singletary, Tony Pollard. So this is more like guys that are just kind of fillers. Um, you know, for me, uh, I can guess I can go tight end too. I didn't think I, I don't have a tight end yet. And it looks like Logan Thomas is there. Uh, so I think I'm going to take Logan Thomas here. Just kind of solidify that tight end position. He's the best one available. Now looking at quarterback, I don't need a quarterback. What am I doing? Um, running back. I mean, I don't really like David Johnson. I, I think he's probably the best pick, but I feel like him and Philip Lindsay are kind of going to be in that timeshare. Wide receiver, we got Jalen Jalen Waddle, LaVisca Chanel, Antonio Brown, Mike Williams, Corey Davis. Corey Davis is a very undervalued guy right now. I think he's going to have a good season. Um, but if I – so here's the, here's the thing. I don't want to take Jalen Waddle because I don't really know his role right now. LaVisca Chanel I won't take because I got DJ Chark. I like Antonio Brown a lot, but – 
I think with Corey Davis, Corey Davis is the clear cut number one for the Jets. I, I like what I've seen so far with Corey Davis. So I'm going to take Corey Davis here. And Antonio Brown would be my target for the next pick if he's there. And it doesn't seem like he will be. So um, there's a, no, he's gone. There he goes. So that's the chance you take. I, I rather have a guy that's the number one in an offense than a guy that could be the number three in the Bucks offense. Um, I, I look at Antonio Brown being a kind of a wide receiver three uh, fringe wide receiver, you know, kind of flex situation. But um, let's see. Now it's my time at the 10, 12. We got one, two, three, four, five more picks. Um, running back wise, there's Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, Naheem Hines, Philip Lindsay, uh, Latavius Murray. Man, these are, like the only guy that really sticks out to me is JD McKissick. So he, I can probably get, wait for him. Wide receiver, you got Miko Harmon. I like Marvin Jones, but like again, he's on, he's on the Jags. I already have DJ Chark. Same for Elijah Moore. I like Elijah uh, Elijah Moore, but I already have Corey Davis. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go in and take um, Miko Harmon here, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna. Hopefully, on the if he's there, I'm going to take Marquez Cowboy. He's having a great offseason. Uh, I'm sorry, I have back-to-back picks, so I can choose whoever I want. So, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and take Marquez Cowboy here. I know there's Marvin Jones, Elijah Moore, Russell Gage, Devontae Parker, Algalore, T.Y. Uh, Hilton, Cole Beasley. I, at this point in the draft, I have I feel like I have my solidified starters for wide receiver. This is where I can be a little more, you know, reaching for guys that I like that I don't have to spend fab for. Um, but I do have to address my, my running back position, my next pick, see who's available there. And it's most, I mean, if it's JD McKissick, I'm going to take him if he's available. And he is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take JD, uh, JD McKissick. I, he's valuable in the PPR format. I don't, in a standard league, he's not going to give you that. Um, I, it's hard for me to see a guy who got over hundred targets last year. I can't see Antonio Gibson cutting into a lot of that target share. So I'm going to take him as a, as a late round flyer. And then for my, for my last pick from a skilled position, uh, I already got six wide receivers. I got, I don't really need another, if I do, I got Dalvin cook. So what I'm going to do, because I got Dalvin cook, I'm gonna go ahead and grab, uh, Alexander Madison here for my last, uh, skill position and then I'm going to pick up the best defense available in my last my last pick. Let's see here. Hopefully the Rams will be available, but we'll see. Uh so I have my options between the Chiefs, Dolphins, Vikings, Saints, Bears, Packers, Chargers, Panthers. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins have a better a better team. Um, so there you have it. So that is the last mock draft of the 2020 offseason, right? So this is my team. So I got Dalvin Cook, Justin. My roster is constructed this way. I got quarterback. I got Tom Brady. Running back. There's Dalvin Cook, Mike Davis. Wide receiver. Got Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown. Tight end Logan Thomas. I got James as of right now. James Robinson in my flex. I got the Dolphins defense. My bench is DJ Chark, Corey Davis, Miko Harmon, Marquez Callaway, JD McKissick, and then a handcuff and Alexander Madison. So I really don't think that's a bad pick uh, of a team. So I think that 
it's pretty balanced. I got some studs on there, so I think it's going to be a very good roster overall. Um, but you know, you got you got the unknowns in Mike Davis. I I feel like Mike Davis is going to have a big season because of the availability of uh, the opportunity for touches and all that stuff. Um, you know, Corey Davis. You know, he was he he really come into his own with the with the Tennessee Titans. He was good, but not like that first round draft pick that you see like AJ Brown being. But Corey Davis in the in the Jets offense being more more uh, featured could be a huge dividend on the on his fantasy value. Miko Harmon, that was a flyer. Uh, Marquez Callaway, that's a, that's a flyer. JD McKissick, he's good for a flex if you need someone who you know you need in your flex. But overall, I really like this team. I think it was a pretty good team overall, even though I had the number one spot. Um, you know, in comparison to the the, the team that was twelve, uh, picking twelve, they got Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, uh, uh, Amari Cooper, Josh Allen, Chase Edmonds, Barry Nayuk, Noah Fant. Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams, Devin Singletary. They they dropped the Washington football team's defense. You got Trey Lance and uh, the rookie Gainwell from the Eagles, and then Evan Ingram. So I don't know. I feel like my team's better than you know better than that team based on having the number one overall pick compared to the twelfth pick. Um, I think that I did more with my picks, and I think just the way strategy is. But overall, love my team. Hope you enjoyed it. If you already had your draft last weekend uh please leave comments below and let me know what your team looked like or how you're able to construct your team and um and whatnot so leave a comment below like share this this podcast with the people you know i appreciate that if you want to follow us on instagram we're at gridiron face football on instagram if you want to follow us on twitter and facebook we're at the gridiron pod so uh tomorrow i'm gonna do my last uh my last video of the off season when it comes to the must-haves of 2021 that will drop on on Tuesday. So look out for that. Hit subscribe. Um, With that being the case, see you tomorrow. Take care and good luck if you have drafts throughout the week.